Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, anime, and video games and tell you if they're worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley. And today I have with me Byron. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. And we're going to talk about things we don't talk about that much, video games. And we're going to hop into the review first for Final Fantasy the Seven. Uh, seven Remake. Seven Remake. Seven okay, remake. so this is with Cloud and all that. And all yeah, that Cloud, Tifa, Strife, the all whole thing, yeah. All right, cool, cool. So starting off, what is your uh, what is your history with Final Fantasy? I actually world? played the original one when it first came out on the original PS1. Mm. Um, fell in love with it. It was the first RPG I'd ever played in my entire life. Um if you are a Final Fantasy person, you you know what this game has done to you over the years, and everyone pretty much didn't think this would game would even this Final Fantasy remake would even come out. I mean, it's been teased for like ten years. I they, did hear about yeah, it. Yeah, they a put while. out they put out a tech demo uh, for the PS. I think either three or four. I think it was the three. No, so the four. It was a tech demo for the PS4 when it, when the, when the PS4 finally hit. And people lost their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, we, you know, there was always like these under rumblings. You know, um, uh, Square was Square, Square, which is now Square Enix. You know, they were like, no, we don't want to do it because once we do it, no one else is going to want to play any more of our games. This will be like our last shot. Um, and then it went on to, you know, the other ones, you know, Final Fantasy uh, 15 and Final Fantasy, which is still, I still think is a great game. And then the other one with uh, Lightning, uh, I forgot what's one with Final Fantasy, I think 11 or 12, I forgot. Um, then there's Final Fantasy 10, but that's a whole other thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, Final Fantasy 7 Remake was basically, in my opinion, this remake was a love letter and kind of like a reimagination, I'm going to say a specific, a reimagination of the Final Fantasy series for uh, for 7. Now, didn't they, no, maybe I'm wrong, uh, mm-hmm. uh, did they change the combat for this game at all? Oh yeah, it's because definitely, yeah, it's, 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 it's more along the Final Fantasy it's, 15. It's less turn-based, right? Oh yes, way less turn-based. Now you can play it in the turn-based game, but I never played it, I played it in the way that they designed, they, they hybridized it, where basically you're basically... Um, fighting like action RPG mm-hmm. and then there's moments where you can like pause the game mm-hmm. and then um, if you want to use a magic spell if you want to use this spell or you want to use that spell um, if you want to put in command the game literally stops stops so you can go that like in. a slow mode yeah mm-hmm. slow mode mode which is pretty amazing the fact that they thought about doing that to give the player time kind of like the active time battle system but mm-hmm. it's kind of a hybrid system the players are still moving what you can still what makes it so I love it and I hate it. I love it because it reminds me of the old Final Fantasy where you get the turn base. Mm-hmm. But also what I don't like about it is let's say you put in a command, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, I want to do a magic spell, boom. What happens is you can get interrupted. So if mm-hmm. you say, I want to do a magic spell and the guy hits you before you before actually it can stop it from happening. Exactly. Totally. And you and you lose that active time battle block. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the like oh, okay I get so, it so you have to really strategize strategize and use it well yeah you have to strategize and you have to know kind of where all your players are at in the sense of okay if they're doing like you control one player but then you can tell the other players to do what you want them to do with that time stop mm-hmm. um, so let's say you're controlling one guy you're close controlling cloud and then you, Tifa comes and runs up starts doing her kicks and punches and then you say okay Tifa I want you to do a magic spell mm-hmm. if she gets interrupted while you're doing your thing she still gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. So it makes it this situation where you have to kind of, it's kind of a risk reward situation mm-hmm. where you have to know, okay, if I'm going to do this magic spell that one, it's going to cost me a lot of MP mm-hmm. and then two, realize that um, if you don't pull it off correctly, you're going to fucking basically get handled. So you really got to just time your shit. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's yeah. time, which is great. Some yeah. people, some people love it. Some people hate it. 
Um, I was on the like, okay, I love it because it's it's, it's a it's forward, different, yeah, it's, it's different, different. Yeah. exactly. You can tell that they're trying to. It's not just the same re, in the sense of when they say remake. It's not just you know number for number for number. It's not just a better paint job, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. Let's let's yeah. upgrade yeah. this a little. Well, bit. Well, it, it sounds like because I'm a big Kingdom Hearts guy, and Kingdom Hearts very much has a similar thing of like you have like you know the, the HP and it's mm-hmm. very in game, but and you have magic, but you kind of before you fight and stuff, you need to already have them in kind of like like a quick style where you can like access them quickly because mm-hmm. you're in a fight and they're not going to pause the fight yes. to use it. Yes. And so you need to just kind of like have these kind of like, you know, like quick base things and mm-hmm. stuff. And if you get interrupted, you just lose that too. Exactly. And no, so, that's great. Yeah. So, so this sounds very much like they kind of went that route with it, which is good. Yeah, they took, I think they took the best of like all the games that you definitely see pieces and bits from all the other things that come before. It was almost like we're gonna we're gonna do Final Fantasy VII, but we're gonna remake it, and we're gonna use the best of Final Fantasy X. We're gonna use the best of Final Fantasy, you know, twelve, thirteen. We're gonna use the best of Final Fantasy fifteen, and fifteen was a still amazing game, but it was more like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Where this one is definitely it sticks to the the script up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. So you got Cloud, you got Tifa, you got Barrett, and Barrett is cool. I like Barrett. Barrett is like the way they did, and they did a great job. The voice acting is superb. Mm-hmm. So in Final Fantasy the original seven, there was no voice acting. It was all text. It was all text. It was all yeah. text based. But the character in this, they did an amazing job. Like the voice acting was superb. Even um, even just in generally kind of like they got the emotions right. The actual uh, lip syncing was amazing. The soundtrack, well, we can talk about that. Don't. But just overall, the acting for the for the script was amazing. Um, and I love that we'll talk down further about the direction, but the direction isn't totally on script when it gets towards the end, which is amazing because you would just think, oh, wow, you know, I didn't really think Square Enix would take this in a different direction. So they didn't just stay on rails from the original game. There you kind go. Of, there you go. Kind of like, this is the, like, we're kind of, we have the bones of it and then we're going to kind of do some, something different because why not? Right? Well, they pressed the reset button on it, which is pretty hmm. amazing. We'll talk about it. So, then, but so, about, so is it more, so would you say it's more of a reboot than a remake? I would say it's kind of like, 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 like a I said, a reimagination. A reimagination? It's a reimagination because the way they leave it at the end, um, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. um, is that, so you have these like, um, it's whispers of fate. I call them the whispers of fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically, for what I was kind of, what I've kind of studied up on is like basically, so you have the timeline, right? You have mm-hmm. this one timeline that we've all known that we played in Final Fantasy and then these whispers of fate were trying to keep the same timeline, but the choices that Cloud and everyone makes basically reimagines a whole new timeline. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting in the so sense very that Star like, Trek almost. Where yeah, like, where we have what, what happened before, but these guys from a different point starts up. Yes, yeah. it's like now they're almost like kind of going to make like almost a multiverse mm-hmm. in the sense that like okay, we're not going to just tread on the same stuff that we did before. We're going to change it up. And remember, they took one chapter of the game. Mm-hmm. So when you're on Midgard, mm-hmm. that's pretty much like maybe I think the first fifty hours of the original game. The first 50. and they yeah wow. for yeah. And they basically made an entire game out of that one first 50. Mm. So we still got at least, I'm going to guess, three to four chapters. Mm -hmm. I think they're saying three. I'm thinking eh, they might push it to four because we haven't even got to like Nibelheim and we haven't got to Mount. So many other places we haven't been from the original Final Fantasy. I don't know how they're going to squeeze it all into three chapters. I think mm-hmm. they may end up pushing it at four or five. Or streamline it and just kind of figure out how to give yeah. it its own thing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the future. But in the sense of um, the character development and, you know, uh, the darts game. that this darts mini game that's really fun. That's really cool. Um, just, I mean, they really just flushed out 
the entire 50 hours and it's amazing they can actually make it a full game mm-hmm. out of that first like 40 50 hours now a question uh me being a premium person that doesn't really play Final Fantasy like mm-hmm. the most I've you know become a Kingdom Hearts guy I watch Advent Children because it's you mm-hmm. know, it's amazing mm-hmm. to watch yeah um, coming from a noob's perspective would one have to really appreciate the original before you can play this reboot? no not at all I think you could pick this game up if you like action any kind of action RPG I think you find this very respectable okay um, you that's a good thing about it because the, the reimagination point of view, you don't have to have known what the plot was with the with the original one because it changes anyway. So it doesn't come with so much baggage. Yes, that's what you. they're trying to get rid of, I thought, in the whole remake was like, yeah, we are going to stick true to people who love this game and they, it's a love letter to the original, but they're saying, okay, when we finish this, mm-hmm. we're going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. You know, We're going to take this in a, in a different light. And I thought that was really amazing because now, like, I don't even know. It's kind of like when they talk about um, what was the Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. it got to the point where, like, the books. Yeah, they're ahead of the books. They're ahead of the books. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it is right now in the sense that we don't know. We're going to know they're going to stick somewhat to the strip script. But then it's also, like, this is new element with these, like, whispers of fate of, like, changing the whole series and down the, down the pipe. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's actually, I'm actually curious to see how it's going to go because, you know, spoiler alert, uh, Flower Girl dies. Okay. <laughs> Flower Girl dies by uh, Sir Serpentov. Like I always pronounce his name. Sir Serpentov? I always, I always, you know what you're talking about. Uh, there's Cloud and then... Oh, Sephiroth? Sephiroth. There okay. we go. I always pronounce his ring wrong. The one-winged um, one angel? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is a great scene where he fights him at the end. Where you fight him and he, he goes into the whole one. He, the music just... Is the score in the game yeah. at all from, uh, uh, from Advent Children? Because he has a great score in Advent Oh, Children, uh, the up. composer came yeah. back. Oh, so that same, uh, yeah. same music? Same music, but okay. he, they redid the whole thing. So what happened it was a two-person thing. Um, oh, God. I want to say it's not Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi was the original creator, but the, whoever did the soundtrack, um, he basically did it in tandem with um, a new composer, and they worked together on it. So it was mm-hmm. him, and I want to say I can look up his name, um, but he he's done multiple Final Fantasies, and he has you know he's written classical music. He wrote he wrote he, he wrote all the scores for even for this one, um, and I can't believe my his name is leaving me right now, um, but. Bottom line is that they basically got together and they just the music they brought back they put back they uh, they did the chocobo music mm-hmm. and they put it like to trap sounds. Interesting. It's like I was like, what? That's some trap shit. I was like, it was like they but it, yeah, but it works though. It amazingly so, okay. amazingly so. They basically so they took all the like Final Fantasy seven and they put a little bit of spin mm-hmm. on like, like the, yeah, like make it modern. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was like, wow, I didn't even know you could put chocobo music to trap music and it sound that good. Like it was that kind of stuff. Um, but um, I, I have nothing but praise for what they've done with this Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, I definitely played it all. I'm definitely looking for. I'm actually on my second playthrough, and the crazy thing is, so in the first playthrough, you get to use all your pow- your potions, like mm-hmm. use everything. Mm-hmm. On the hard difficulty, you can only use magic, no potions. So like you know like you know like you have ether right so mm-hmm. ether replenishes your, your magic, magic. Your magic yeah. goes away. Okay. When you play the hard version. Mm-hmm. There's like no that, more potions. Same. You can't even use it. So you have to basically measure out. Okay, do I want to mm-hmm. use that fucking high end fire of god that's going to cost me thirty MP points? 
It's like Last of Us on the hard. Like, yeah. Use them bullets wisely. Exactly. <laughs> you better, yeah, you better do a lot of them. So you're really depending on like a lot of things that you weren't using before, like the chakra and all these mm-hmm. other things that you weren't using before. So it changes just the whole dynamics How of the play. game. Yeah, like you play more economically oh, because you have to. Because you have to, yeah. You have, you have to find new ways of like healing yourself without having to use ether or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's then they do. They make it that way. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that like, so by the end of the series, you haven't maxed out all your materia. So just like they originally mm-hmm. have materia, mm-hmm. they have a materia chart. It's actually really cool. It reminds me of Final Fantasy's ten materia chart mm-hmm. a lot about it, but it also has still harkens back to the Final Fantasy seven. So what I didn't like about it was that I finished the game almost twice, and I have just maxed out all my materia like okay. barely so it took like two playthroughs to get to, play to, to barely get there to almost max out everything like mm-hmm. it's crazy just the amount and like it's great like you you do definitely max out all your abilities which is great by the time your second playthrough comes through but all your like growing up all your materia it just it's just a slow slog hmm. and you remember that i don't know did you play final fantasy you didn't play final fantasy i uh, know i did not so they have this thing where it's called all, where basically like if you like heal all your characters mm-hmm. or attack all these guys with your magic spells. Mm-hmm. In the in the original Final Fantasy Seven, you got like tons of all. You could like I can replenish all my magic. I can replenish. Mm-hmm. I can attack fire, and it would attack all three characters. Mm-hmm. And this one, they give you a one. Mm-hmm. So you, you can better, either heal all your characters. Decisions, exactly, decisions. exactly. They get real economical with it, which I thought was really at first like, oh come on. But then yeah, I thought yeah. if you do give us all these all material, we'd be OP within like it's OP. Yeah. And also like it's just in video games in general, it's always that that balance of mm-hmm. like fun and challenge. Right? Yes, because too much challenge and you kind of just throw the controller down, mm-hmm. but too much. Easy and you kind of just kind of get detached. Yeah, you got to blaze right through it. Yeah. Exactly, and you, like you don't even feel it when you're done with the game. Exactly. Like, I guess I'm well, yeah, I mean, and it's weird too because you can tell during the um, you have the flow chart of all your abilities and spells, and you get it. Um, and the thing is, in the you can see in the upper corner. Like, there's two blank spots. There's just like one through six, and you go through the materia chart, and they left two slots open. So you're like, oh, okay, they're leaving those two slots open for the part two part. Mm-hmm. So you can't even unlock them right now. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, they're already setting this up for part two, part three, part four. Mm-hmm. But it's just irritating in the sense that if you play the game twice, you should max out everything. You like, should, it should, yeah. you should be there and say, okay, I maxed out. I'm ready for the next mm-hmm. playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my only issue with it. But I mean, simple, the score. The, the voice acting, the character development, um, there's really, it's really a love letter to Final Fantasy fans. And if you are a Final Fantasy VII fan, I, I, I don't see how you could hate this game. I really don't. You got issues. I, I, I don't know <laughs> what you're expecting because they 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 did a, an amazing job with this. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So out of uh, out of ten, what would you give it? I would give like a nine point eight. Nine point eight. Nine point eight. Only because I would give it a perfect ten, but we don't know what the rest of the story is going to go along mm-hmm. with. So I would say eh, nine point eight, nine point seven. If I'm really being critical of it, only because I'm just looking forward to see what happens now. But it's truly a masterpiece. It's really one of those games you're just kind of like. If you're Final Fantasy VII, you cannot pass this. And if you, if you were just even an RPG fan, you're gonna love it. There's so many like twists and turns and plot development and story development um the characters they bring in a couple new characters um but if you're a final fantasy fan this you can't pass this one up okay well excellent uh let's hop over to the other uh big one which is last of us 2 okay last of us 2 wow now talk about a gear shift yeah and this one this one had so much 
preamble before the game even came out because some stuff got yeah yeah some got somebody got a little pissed let's yeah. put it that way let's put it that way so do you want to talk about it uh, yeah yeah because yeah. from what I heard and correct me if I'm wrong uh, Naughty Dog is not known for treating their people very well yeah most AAA guys are not treating their well guys well so what helped the story was basically the guy there was a guy supposedly which we come to find out later wasn't true was that uh, Naughty Dog. Uh, employees are very much underpaid and the whole thing was that they were complaining about the fact that you know um one of the one of the script writers so neil Druckmann had a falling out with uh one of the writers she did um what was it uh uncharted uncharted series yeah mm-hmm. and they were writing the scripts and all together and neil Druckmann was writing it with uh what's her name and she left for creative difference and i think it has to do with this game specifically um, because it gets super heavy. Mm-hmm. But what happened was a whole bunch of co- workers there basically said, hey, look, you know, we're COVID-19 just hit. Um, we can't, you know, we got to pay our bills. Can you help us out? Can we get our bonuses? Because they had a setup where they set up a bonus system where depending on how well the game sells, then yeah, you would get a bonus. There's, there's like an incentive. Incentive, like exactly. Yeah. So what comes to find out is that one of her, the woman that took her place, um, she got her bonus before he, her and Neil Druckmann got their bonuses before the game came out. Okay. And no one then what happened was people found out about it. Ah. And they got pissed. Because They're like, wait a minute. Like, the game hasn't sold. So the game hasn't sold. So why are you getting bonuses? What are the bonuses even based on? It exactly. Point? So they were just pissed. They're like, well, wait a minute. Like you promised us, you know, hey, look, you know, we put in a petition saying, well, can you at least give us half our bonuses right. to cover us while this whole COVID thing goes down? Because we we're not we're out of work. The game is already mm-hmm. finished. They're like, nope, not until the game comes out. So that's what the big controversy was on that side so. was that people. So what happened was one supposedly one of the one of the people in Naughty Dog released bits and pieces of the game, mm-hmm. you know, talked about the script and everything. And then that's what blew the whole thing out of proportion was that people did it because Neil Druckmann didn't want to give his bonuses out to his mm. co- co-workers. Now, what happened was they said it was they said we're going to do an investigation. They did. They said, oh, it wasn't an employee. It was an outside hacker. Mm-hmm. So that's where they left. It was like, oh, because the person who ever did, they would have been sued into oblivion. They, <laughs> you know, so they especially in a game that with that much money, did that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So supposedly, the last I heard of it was that basically, you know, they they paused the game, and this was made it so crazy. Me as a consumer, I pre-bought it twice. Mm-hmm. So what happened was it came out. It was supposed to come out this date. They missed that date. So they instead of just saying, "Hey, we'll hold on to your money," mm-hmm. they're like, "No, no, here's your money back." And I'm like, "Okay, well, okay." So I put in another pre-order. Mm-hmm. They did it again after this leak happened. They mm-hmm. said, "Okay." Here's your pre-order money. We don't want it back. And Sony was actually giving you your money. It wasn't like, hey, hold, hold we'll hold your pre-order money. Like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. If you want to get out of this deal, you can get out. You can get out because of the shit that you're hearing about it. So I give Neil Truckman some credit, some some credit for that because he mm-hmm. he knew that some people from hearing the storyline would have just walked away. Mm-hmm. And um, as you know, so people that we know pretty much was the same way. They didn't mm-hmm. really like the fact that the script had taken such a fucking crazy direction, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later, but. So that was the whole thing behind Neil Druckmann and Naughty Dog and not paying their employees and why the the leak had happened in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was literally just disgruntled workers, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. I mean, yeah, this, I, I mean, mean you yeah, know, Crunch right. is a bitch. Like yeah. you know, yeah. like these guys get killed in Crunch. Yeah, and um, they, they're the real heroes. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they, without them, it's all. It, it doesn't there's no game. Them. There's no game. There's no game. I mean, I mean, same can be said of animators and like you know, like in that world of mm-hmm. just of just creativity, where, yeah. where like you know, the director and the the writers and the people 
people the music get more of the prestige, but then when it comes to the people that are out there grinding out a big, you know, bazillion yeah. frames a day, you know, getting carpal tunnel and haven't seen their family in, you know, months. Nobody remembers the linebackers no, in the, like in football. No, no one remembers the guys who was actually doing the fucking work. Just they the only think about that's the guy, yeah. Just the coach and the quarterback. That's it. That's it. So that's kind of what happened with that. So getting into Last of Us Two, so to go from Final Fantasy Seven to Last of Us Two, you're looking at like it gets dark. Mm-hmm. Like the game gets. I mean, I mean the game was already I mean, kind of dark. I mean, the game was always like. I mean, to be a little fair, dark. Yeah, it was always. To be fair, I thought it was always dark. It just had yeah. moments of like levity. Like let's calm, yes. like breathe. Like we can enjoy a little. Like I remember in the first one that moment, that scene where she sees the drafts. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you're like, oh, oh, we, yes. Like, we enjoy yes. something for a second. Can something just be beautiful for three? Yes, days? Like, go yes, back yes. to like dire straits and people trying to murder us. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, it was it was definitely dark. And then it was definitely these moments of levity. And then it was like, but it was like a journey between, yeah. you know, father daughter kind of yeah, father daughter thing. Lone Wolf and, and Cub, all yeah, stuff. Lone. I love Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. But it was definitely those aspects of Lone Wolf and Cub. And it was like, you know, I'm going to teach you to survive in this harsh world, mm-hmm. and you're going to teach me to like be a father again in a sense. Um, but this one just goes. Throw that out the door. That yeah. they're gone. Like yeah. that whole. Fo- there are some aspects of it, but it becomes like it's a hate. It's a hate movie. Yeah. It's about revenge. It's about revenge. Yeah. It's about you know not letting things go mm-hmm. to the detriment of your own self. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, there's that line that says if you know in the quest for revenge, dig two dig holes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dig, dig two holes. Dig, exactly. Dig two holes, exactly. Like, that's exactly what this is. It's basically yeah. It's a definitely a dig two hole situation, and that's what makes it so powerfully. But it's. It's it's dense. It's mm-hmm. dark. It's you know. I I walk. I played the game, and I was just like, okay, I need a break. Like I mm-hmm. it, first time I ever. I like I literally had to put the game down. I play video games. I play them mm-hmm. all the time. But it got to the point where I'm just like, this shit is depressing. <laughs> like <laughs> this shit. Like I need to go you need talk to, to somebody you about need this. To decompress. Yeah, yeah. You gotta just. It's 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 one of those games you play. You're like, oh my god, like. You know, you're killing people left and right. They're trying to kill you left yeah. and right, and the and the AI is more intelligent. Mm-hmm. And you, you 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 have these these character shifts. So let's get into it. So you have uh, good old um, Ellie, Ellie, mm-hmm. and you have Abby. Abby, yeah. So Abby, <clears throat> Abby. And, and, spoiler and, and, alert. Let's and, get into and, and, it. Are those, are those the two two playable characters in the there game? There are two playable characters in the game. Mm-hmm. And what happens is Abby is the daughter of the father. That you kill, who's the surgeon, surgeon that was gonna uh, that was gonna uh, that was gonna make the vaccine make, to cure the entire cure uh, plague. But that would require killing Ellie. That would require killing that, Ellie. That, yes, that amazing ending in the first one. Exactly, and in the first one, if you remember, you had to kill the yeah, doctor. Yeah, you didn't yeah, have to kill the nurse, no, but you had to kill the doctor. doctor. <laughs> so, um, and so you're playing as Ellie to start with, and you're thinking, okay, I got to do this and this and that, and you're you know you're you're living in this beautiful small town in the middle of nowhere. I think it's Wyoming. I think mm-hmm. they put them in. Gorgeous. I mean, the the visuals amazing. Mm-hmm. The the light, the shadow, just mwah, just yeah. beautiful gameplay, beautiful setup. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel gets killed mm-hmm. by Abby. I, I assume that he was going to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had to kill him yeah. off. That's just that's that's the whole hero's yeah. journey, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so they kill him, and then so Ellie goes on this quest basically to find Abby. Mm-hmm. And you're playing as Ellie. You're thinking, okay, I know what I got to do. Fucking kill Abby. It's like mm-hmm. straight out of like Quentin Tarantino's mm-hmm. Kill Bill. Kill you're thinking, Bill, yeah. I, I got it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna knock this out. And that would have been great. It would have mm-hmm. been a perfectly. And then they said, nope, we're gonna twist it on this year. Okay. So 
all of a sudden you're 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 in LA, you're you're playing as Abby, mm-hmm. and then they bring it back to what? Well, well, how do you know Abby? What's going on? Because the whole thing you're like, I'm trying to kill Abby. Like, no, why am I playing as Abby? And yeah. That is where you I I I've never heard so many complaints in a video game about a video game in my entire life. Like okay. in the sense that they Naughty Dog knew what it was doing. It was trying to get an emotional rise out of people. Like, why would I want to play as Abby? Abby is bullshit. Abby is this. Well, you're playing as technically the villain of your own story. Exactly. And it's like, why do I want to play a character that kills my favorite character? Exactly. Exactly. You're like, why am I playing this bitch? And it's like, I have no reason. I hate her. I've been trying yeah. to kill her. Why am I now playing as mm-hmm. her? Mm-hmm. So you figure out she's part of the WLF, uh, which is like the wolf. Basically, they were part of a... Um, what was it? They were part of basically what old Joel and Ellie was, was in one of those like uh, hideaway places where mm-hmm. the military had taken over. Mm-hmm. And basically they had basically rose up against the military mm-hmm. and taken over um, one of the camps, one of the uh, hideaway camps, one of the uh, from the from the plague. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good. It's really well done. I mean, if she you could literally make an entire game, game just with her and doing that, that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of like, if, you, if they didn't have any ties together, she mm-hmm. would have been a good independent character. Uh, I mean, she's rocked. I mean, she's yeah. got pipes. She's yeah. like, I mean, she's she's like she's built like a fucking she's like Mack Sarah, truck. She's like Sarah Connor, right? Yeah, like, like doing pull ups, doing what? Dude, Mac pipes like it's nobody's business. Kick you, yeah, me, and powerlifting motherfucker. And, and funny thing I, I've heard, and this is a complaint I've heard from people, mm-hmm. was that like even though you know she's a woman, she's mm-hmm. like she manhandles people. Oh fuck yeah, and and that, oh, yeah. and that has kind of like turned people off, not because. It's like oh, a woman can't. It's just more like generally a woman just not, is it well. That's the whole thing. Well, that's the whole thing. Naughty Dog is trying to do is trying to twist everything on his ear. It's like well, okay, you have Ellie who's kind of like this small, like she's quick, she's darty, she's this. Where she's saying, well, they're saying, well, okay, let's bring back like a Joel, but a woman version of yeah. Joel, where you know, like she can neck snap somebody, right? You she can play house people, exactly. Otherwise it's the same character, basically. Exactly, and I think a lot of people have issues with gender. I, I, I know as a gamer, I've never been challenged. This game has never made me think about gender and religion and um, these very like topics that people don't. Video gamers don't get challenged in that way in a lot no, of games. No, no, like I never have to think about gender identity. They always try to make the guy is like think, we don't think about human life. We, yeah, like we're all about headshots and loving it. So, yeah, so human life isn't really a thing. And there's not a lot of variety. Like we, yeah. you know, like JP, JRPGs. They want their pretty boy androgynous motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your action guys. You know, you got you know the uh, Gears of War. Yeah, you know, ultra muscular. Ultra, ultra. You know, you got your you got your cods, but it's just the white guy with stubble. Yeah, like, it's just the middle. You know, like just the yeah, these, all, archetypes. All, yeah, these archetypes. Yeah, they're all Yeah, they're all these archetypes. You know, almost like almost. And then Naughty Dog's like, no, no, no. We're gonna really make what the world is like. They talk about lesbian relationships in this one. You know, Abby's a uh, spoiler. Um, Abby and Ellie. Yeah. Ellie, oh, Ellie's an, Ellie, Ellie's a, a lesbian. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. And then, but Abby's not. Mm-hmm. You know, but you would think, wait a minute, Abby's like, <sighs> like, 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 you know, like, 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 she fits into like the almost, yeah. like, almost, like, almost like the butch lesbian. Yeah, bull dykey like, kind like of stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sorry if anyone's offended, but I'm just trying to you no, know make just, my point is yeah, that as a gamer, yeah. you never get presented like it was this really great scene with Dina. Dina's with Ellie, and mm-hmm. they have this great scene with. They, they walk into a synagogue mm-hmm. like they find the synagogue and she talks about you know Judaism mm-hmm. and like how much it meant to her mm-hmm. come on man like in a video game like that that's just that, that's something that you just don't see um, which is which is amazing a lot of people don't like and that's one thing I, I, I've talked to other gamers 
this game is the most like challenging mm-hmm. in the sense that they they're bringing up issues that gamers have never, I, in my opinion, have to really deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been challenged by religion or gender or sex or sex identification. Mm-hmm. All of these topics that gamers just never, I've never been challenged mm-hmm. with ever. You know, you get the JRPGs with the androgynous thing, like, okay, whatever, yeah. that's, that's, that's Japan. Yeah. But to do it within an American context of like, well, they're going to have a, a developed lesbian relationship, or I don't even want to mm-hmm. say lesbian, just a relationship, just a relationship yeah. on camera, on in a video game, and the fact that like they're challenging the gamer to basically say, look, you know, there's more one way to like play a video game and to get invested in these characters, mm-hmm. and I found that really amazing, and a lot of people found it very like off putting, and I thought, okay. Let me. I've never walked away from a game thinking I so much emotional like development within myself to say, mm-hmm. "Wow, I gotta really like rethink how you think." Yeah, about things. yeah, because it's because there's because we we live. I mean, we're people, and and we when something challenges what we believe, it's not just that it challenges what we believe. What we believe is what we we connect it to be us. Right, mm-hmm. so for it to cha- for, and so for it to challenge our belief, it's challenging. Like, like, like we, people get offended because it, it, it challenges themselves. It yes, and it's saying that like who you are, yes, like isn't like progressive, isn't like well thought out enough. Like, like you think you've thought out things as well enough as you possibly could in your life. Like, I think I got a handle on this, and then someone does that, and you're just and, and you kind of almost get a, almost like defensive, defensive, exactly, because, exactly, because it's attack, because it's attacking what the building blocks that you are yes, at, at that point. Exactly, exactly, and I think that's what's going on with gamers when they play this game. So I've talked to a lot of gamers. Either they love it, they're like, okay, well, I don't like the shift to Abby, but I, I get what they're doing here, mm-hmm. and I and I like it. Other people are just like, man, this game, uh-uh, no, it's too heavy, it's too dark, you got too much shit going on, it's just, and it challenge, it's just like, ah, uh, I don't, I really don't like Abby, um, I really don't like the, the, the darkness of it and how they did all this stuff, and it just, if you play Last of Us 1 and then you're expecting to get another Last of Us 2 to be like Last of Us 1, then mm-hmm. you're totally, you're in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of players felt offended, they felt like, you know, Naughty Dog, like, why did you do this? Why did you go in this direction? It was like, you know, like we talked about um, Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake. Oh, Uncharted. Yeah. Uncharted. Uncharted went one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Nice yeah. continuity. Yeah. There was no, well, there was also, no lesbian scene. Well, even, even then, it's just like, it's, it's just Indiana Jones. Yes. And, yes. and I'm sure there are some heartfelt moments. But it's not going to challenge you about anything. Like no. it's just like it's just it's this, it's this character, and there are these characters that are along, and some characters die, and you feel bad. But it's it's not pushing in the envelope. It sticks to the script, yeah. right? Where I just felt like Neil Druckmann was like, "We're going to go off the rails mm-hmm. on this one. Like we're really going to take this in a whole nother direction." Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the game because I can, I can sit up and talk about like the whole social dynamics of it until I nauseum. But um, now before we get there, just one question. Uh, because, like you said, there's such a stark contrast between the other, the mm-hmm. other Naughty Dog games and just games in general, mm-hmm. saying that you haven't been challenged. Um, would you say that people may have been more accept, accepting of this had they like made games that were kind of like that got darker progressively and you know, like mm-hmm. like, oh, like almost like that frog in the uh, like in the slow boiling water as opposed to like it being immediately hot? I think it, if you I think if you to put out trailers alluding to this, like yeah. you don't have to tell me the whole plot. But you could, you didn't have to even allude to Abby. Just a little prep, just a little prep. Yeah, if you just did some prep as to like, hey, we're going in a different direction, guys. Mm -hmm. 
you're gonna like some stuff, you're not you're gonna, gonna like some stuff, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think if he'd have like kind of like set the waters a little bit, he basically threw people into the fucking just, tank. He, he just kicked him into the deep kicked end. Kicked him into the deep end. <laughs> Swim, motherfucker. Good luck. Where if it had been more like, ooh, this is like a hot tub, like, okay, I'm yeah. gonna get my toe in, I'm gonna get my leg yeah. in. Like you acclimate and then you're gonna yeah, be fine. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna be fun. So that's why I think and it's weird because that's why I think he gave people's money back. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, if you've heard the plot, then you you deserve to get out. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to jump in my pool. Mm-hmm. And I've never, look, I've pre-ordered a ton of games. Mm-hmm. I've never got two cash back returns. Mm-hmm. Like, here's your money back. Mm-hmm. Don't bother us. If mm-hmm. you want to buy it, then you really want to. I have to put in the third pre-order. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what he was thinking. Like, okay, my guess. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is that he could have, in my opinion initiated the shift a lot smoother. Uh, a little smoother, yeah. A lot smoother. And it, That's And it would have just... I think people kind of need that. Because yeah. when, when, when everyone's used to a certain thing... Yes. Uh, like, I, Russell and I were talking about music, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, let's say you like, you like you love a band, right? And they have a sound that you love, right? Mm-hmm. But then they... But then in that, whatever album, they change their sound entirely, right? And people... You know, are either with it or they're not, right? Mm-hmm. But they, but people always do that. Like, I like the old stuff, right? Yes but, yes. At this, but at the same time, if they keep doing the old stuff, you're gonna be like, oh, they never change. Exactly. And so you're kind of like in that thing where like, do the same stuff but make it kind of different. Yes. And, and you kind of have to walk that balance of like fresh and familiarity. Exactly. The whole sophomore slump thing. You know, yeah. like wow, they really went too, too far. Too, like, too different. Minute, but yeah. if they but if they stayed the yeah. same, you would have been like, wow, that's just like the same as the last one. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's and that's what I think happened here. And I think Neil Druckmann, ha ha ha. I think he was just like, I'm gonna like some he shit just, up. He just jerked it. He just yeah, he, hard left. Too <laughs> hard left. Good luck, everybody, for holding on. <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, I it's your it's your script. You wrote it's it. If you wanna if you wanna indulge and be cruel to your audience, that's fine. But I think if he had just been more like, hey, heads up, guys, mm-hmm. we're not going where you think we're going. Yeah, I think he would have saved himself a lot of stress. Yeah, yes. Because I think he got a lot of blow. Like people think the game's amazing, but I think the the real like non, you know, you know, you got the real critiques like ourselves, but like the real critiques are like, oh my god, it's amazing. It takes mm-hmm. this whole fresh direction. Like, but the regular gamers like WTF? Like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. What are you exactly. doing? Exactly. Like this isn't what we. This is not what I paid this for. Is not what I paid. This is not what I expected. It's not what I was sold. Yes, exactly. So. so that's that's the whole thing, and I think that's where the betrayal kind of comes into. So I hope that answers. How's the pacing? Amazingly because good. I, because I've heard things about the pacing being like one of the only things that people have gripe with only because like you start and you do an entire thing with one mm-hmm. character and then you go back and do an entire thing you almost like almost yes. like almost like you're starting at the beginning of two separate games yes it really is two separate games in one in the sense that so with Abby you have her skill set like you have her bombs you got her her you know Molotov cocktails um you have all her whole weapon sets so you're about i would say you're about 50% 60% done with her weapon set then you switch over to Abby. Mm-hmm. And then Abby, you have to rebuild a whole new weapon set. So, so for example, Abby uses, I mean, uh, Ellie uses a, cross, uh, uh, a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow, yeah. Abby uses a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Okay, it works, and it works totally different, mm-hmm. you know. But then you don't pick up your crossbow until maybe 30%, 40% in with Abby. Mm-hmm. So, you're like, wait a minute. I'm Not only am I starting a new character that, one, I hate. Mm-hmm. 
Two, I lose all the weapons that I built mm-hmm. up with uh, with Ellie in the same game. In the same game, and I got to pick up a whole new yeah, skill new set, skill set yeah. with Abby. Abby uses a, a one shot killing weapon, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Be like, wait a minute, this ain't her skill. This isn't the skill set I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem with pacing in the sense that they're like, okay, not only are you going to give you a new character that you absolutely hate, we're going to give you, we're going to make you earn it. We're going to make you relearn mm-hmm. the crossbow. We're going to make you it's... relearn. She doesn't use uh, she uses pipe bombs instead mm-hmm. of. Like the regular um, other bombs, mm-hmm. she does. They both do. You, I think they both do. No, they both. No, only Melly Sally still uses Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. So it's that's where it gets into the pacing in the sense that like you spend so much time getting Ab- um, Ellie's skill sets mm-hmm. up, and then you lose yeah, all you that. Lose it all, and you gotta start. From, you gotta start from scratch. But also a new gameplay. So it's almost like you spend like you know first half driving an automatic, and then all of a sudden it's like all right, new half. Also, it's a stick shift. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, what? I don't know how to. Not what? Know, yeah. <laughs> Because you're kind of doing the same stuff that Joel was doing, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense that, like, oh, you, you know, Max snapping, like yeah, like she gets she gets aggressive, man. She gets up in there, and so it's just it's a whole different skill set, which is great, which is fine. But just realize it affect it does affect your pacing, and then you go from like Wyoming to the WLF in Seattle, mm-hmm. and then you go to which is cool, Santa Barbara. Mm. So you actually end up the the game actually ends in Santa Barbara, which is really cool. You're like, oh man, that's that's a shift. Um, and it's also, like, you think it's like a almost prettier. Oh God, yeah, because, because yes. like because the like, environment because, is totally, because yeah. like in the first in the Last of Us, you don't see a lot of you don't see ocean. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, no. I mean, you'll see a lake no. maybe or something, but yeah. you, but you won't see like a coast. No, no, this so. one you see a coast. You're you're in the coast. You're like literally riding on boats off in the coastline and bad weather and all, and then. Seattle's a certain way, and then California's a certain way. But yeah, it, it they definitely take you out of what you're used to being in gameplay wise, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing. So that's why I think people talk about the pacing. And I thought the game, look, I get it what he was trying to do. He was trying to build this beautiful overarching story. But even I thought, wow, man, like when it got to that last chapter, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I'm you're emotionally spent because mm-hmm. you you go from Ellie, you go from Abby. I mean, you go from Ellie. To Abby, mm-hmm. back to Ellie, mm-hmm. and then Ellie and Abby have a fight, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, by the time yeah. you get to the fight, yeah. you're like, nah, yeah, right. So it's kind of like I, 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 I would akin this to like The Dark Knight, right? Mm-hmm. Where like it's our, it's it's almost like four acts because yes. movie is, I think the movie is perfect, but it has like a fourth act where like after the Joker thing, you're like. Ooh, all right, you know, yes, yeah, and then, yes, and then it's like, yes. oh no, we got some Two Face stuff. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we gotta, exactly, we're gonna tie like, up the ends. But you're, but you're, but you're already yeah. kind of exhausted. So you're like, this is great, but <sighs> it's just yeah, it's just dark. And what makes it so cold was that Ellie didn't have to go. So what happened was Ellie finds. Okay, let's just let's uh, let's talk about the story in a quick like mm-hmm. over. So Abby kills Joel. Joel. Yeah, Ellie goes looking for Abby. Mm-hmm. Ellie finds Abby. Mm-hmm. Abby beats the shit out of Ellie, mm-hmm. and Ellie's like, "I got my ass beat. I'm get. I'm out." Mm-hmm. Dina's pregnant, so they go off back to Wyoming. And Dina's uh, Ellie's, Ellie, Ellie's Ellie. girlfriend comes to find She's, out she got pregnant. Well, I'm like, I'm, like, oh, I'm about to say like lesbians. How does husband get she pregnant? Got pregnant by that? ex-boyfriend? Like, basically, like, like, she got I'm pregnant like, by like, ex-boyfriend, like, and you find that during the while you're out there fucking hunting and killing. Fucking, we haven't even talked about the fucking uh, fungi shit. But oh yeah, I, I was like, oh yeah, the yeah zombies, the zombies. That <laughs> they put a pressure on shit, but we can, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ellie, Ellie gets pregnant. Ella, Ellie, uh, uh, Dina gets pregnant. So Abby catches uh, Ellie catches up to Abby. Abby kicks the shit out of Ellie, right? Yeah. 
So you're like, okay, cool. And then Ellie had the chance to be like, okay, we're done. Like I got my ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, you know, my girlfriend's pregnant, and they're on this beautiful like patch of land mm-hmm. south of um, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. They have a baby. Ellie starts having some PTSD. <laughs> she uh, she starts yeah. yeah she starts yeah. having some PTSD. She cannot deal with the fact that Abby is still alive out there mm-hmm. and she had and, killed and, Joel. And it's it's unfinished. Yes, unfinished yeah. business basically. And, and Abby kicked her ass. She could have killed her right, right then was, and there. Like, it was just like she got me dead to rights. Nothing I could do about it. Exactly. Yeah. She got me dead to rights. And then what happens is, but you keep forgetting. I forgot to put this point. Ellie in the process before Abby kicks Ellie's ass. Ellie had went around and killed all of her friends that were there when Joel got killed. Mm-hmm. So Abby, all of her friends are dead. Mm-hmm. He, she had just as much reason to kill Ellie at that point mm-hmm. too. She said, "Nope, I'm going to forgive you because I only wanted to kill Joel." Killed Joel. And Joel then, killed and so, my dad. Okay, and I'm assuming she goes back and she's like, "All right, I'm going back now." And then like, wait, why is everybody? Exactly. She, yeah, why are all my friends dead? dead? Yep. And, and, and then and, she's like, and, and, Ellie's, Ellie's like, I killed them. I killed them. Like, ah. I killed them all, motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> dead. All your friends. Because you let me go, I decided to come back and kill all your fucking friends. <laughs> and then even after that, Abby says, I'm still going to let you live. Wow. Crazy. Forgi- That's when. Forgiveness, huh? Forgiveness like a motherfucker. <laughs> no shit. You kill even, all my friends? Even, I, I just, even, even Jesus would be like, Exactly. Like golf exactly. But Abby was like, "Look, I'm not. I killed Joel. I'm not gonna like as much as I want to kill you for you killing all my friends. I'm not gonna." So then, what happens? Ellie goes back. She starts having some PTSD. I can't. I can't live with. It. And then what happens? Joel's brother shows up. He mm-hmm. got crippled in the fight mm-hmm. when when Abby decided not to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, "You know, Joel's uh, uh, her brother was like, you got to kill her. Mm-hmm. How can she still be surviving on this earth? Mm-hmm. You know, with her." So. He, you know, Ellie's feeling guilty. She's like, I got to leave. Mm-hmm. And Dina's like, look, I'm not, I can't be a part of this. Like, I'm not going to, I have a baby now, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, I got bigger things. I got bigger about. things. Can't you just be happy? We're in this beautiful, picturesque land. I mean, she it was can't. gorgeous and she mm-hmm. just couldn't do it. Couldn't let it go. So she finds, she goes, she tracks Abby down. Abby was in, she's, Abby was looking for the fireflies. Comes to find out the fireflies are in Santa Barbara. That's mm-hmm. how they get to Santa Barbara. Then this whole slaver fucking traitor basically Abby gets captured by these slavers. Mm-hmm. They're like making her pick fucking flour, pick uh, pick cotton or whatever, you know, farm and shit. And she's basically treated like a slave. So Ellie shows up, tracks Abby down. Abby is literally being crucified. Mm-hmm. Ab- Ellie comes in, destroys all the fucking slavers, mm-hmm. kills every, kills the whole, destroys the whole base, mm-hmm. looking for Abby. Mm-hmm. Comes to find out Abby had been tortured and mm-hmm. put on a pike mm-hmm. basically crucified on at the beach mm-hmm. ellie could have just fucking shot her and walked away yeah, right, she yeah. cuts her down and then they present they, they present the fight mm-hmm. during the fight abby bites off ellie's two fingers mm-hmm. after the fight so and ellie while Ab, abby basically is getting killed by ellie during the fight mm-hmm. and then ellie has a flashback of Talking to Joel and then ends up forgiving Abby and letting her go. Okay. So both of these guys have opportunity to kill each kill other. Kill each other, yeah. And then what made it so sad is Ellie decides to say, "Okay, I'm done. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've burnt, dig two holes." Yeah. She goes back to look for Dina. Dina's gone. Mm-hmm. She picks up the guitar and can't play it because she lost her two, two fingers. fingers. Mm. And the whole point when Neil Druckmann was trying to say, "There's a cost." For revenge. Oh, of course. And 
that's what I'm talking about. It's just so it's heavy. It's a cycle, yeah. And it yes. just gets darker and darker. Yeah, like, a cycle like, of violence. It doesn't go, it, it doesn't like end. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not, remember that's the, um, even though it's not a good movie, I love quoting it from Batman Forever. Batman Forever? Mm-hmm. Which was? Is, uh, was with Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah. And, and uh, it was the whole, like, Robin wanted to kill Two-Face because he killed his parents. Right? Mm-hmm, and exactly. And so he's just like, and, and he's, like, he's like, you kill Two-Face and then what? And You know what I mean? And, and, like, and, like, and, then, it, and then it's not good enough and you go to find another face, mm-hmm. another face, and, and pretty soon you realize your entire life has been looking for that thing that it's just not going to satisfy you. Exactly, and exactly. It's just endless. So. Yeah, so that's that I was saying. I haven't even talked about the cordyceps. So the cordyceps, same thing, the virus mm-hmm. causes the cordyceps. And it, it definitely plays such a role in the series. And one thing that, you know, I think they're going to be a Last of Us 3. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say that specifically because of this. Mm-hmm. Throughout, when you play as Abby, which mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't notice. I don't know if they did or not. But they were like... When you talk to some of the characters, they're like, oh, you're you're just as good of a surgeon as your father. Mm-hmm. Like you, and it's like, he's like, and Abby says, yeah, I read all his research. I know the procedure it takes to, you know, make the vaccine. If I mm-hmm. really had to do it, I could do mm-hmm. it. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think my my guess, um, and I could be wrong because Neil Druckmann is doing some crazy shit yeah, no matter who's mad scientist any fucking way. Like you don't know which way he's going now. You don't know which way he's going. <laughs> but my guess is that I think at some point these guys are going to have to meet up again and I think Ellie is going to sacrifice herself. Mm-hmm. Because the virus is not letting up. It's not getting yeah. any better. The fucking cordyceps start doing basically hoarding across the country mm-hmm. doing like packs where they're just attacking animals and eating animals mm-hmm. and basically mm-hmm. like going back and forth fucking hunting and mm-hmm. shit you're like wait a minute here like this is this isn't gonna stop like yeah. they're just gonna keep feeding off the world until this yeah yeah until nothing's basically is grown so i think at some point i think there's gonna be another last of us but man it, it, this one is an amazing game it's just dark as shit mm-hmm. it throws gamers off because it's doing things that's never been done before um and i have to sit back and say you know Wow, Neil, you're 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 a mad scientist, brilliant. But I just think I have a hard time seeing people signing up for Last of Us Three mm-hmm. because you're gonna you just I think you lost maybe fifty percent of your audience. Mm. I really do, um, and I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I mm. hope I'm wrong. But I just I, I've talked to a lot of gamers, and a lot of gamers are like, "Man, no, thank you. I'm mm. done. I'm ch- here's my card. Mm. I'm good. <laughs> um, done too much. I've gone too far. So it's gonna be interesting." To see if he does put out another Last of Us, which I think he will. I just mm-hmm. don't know. Is he, one is he going to get the backing mm-hmm. from you know not since, his, since the whole yeah yeah for now you got now you know employees don't want to work for you yeah. because you fucking burned so, them into the ground yeah you pissed off all the gamers who played your game on a mm-hmm. certain level that you're gonna you all know, your casual gamers for yeah, sure yeah all your if you're a casual gamer you want no, you steer clear <laughs> in this game within the first hour you're like no thank you sir I had enough it's it's just it's just one of those games where like you're like man like it's like okay I want to see the end but man I don't know if I want to endure that much pain mm-hmm. like it's just like ugh. I remember having that problem watching Breaking Bad yes and yes, like yes. I would like. It's, it's, it's a show I couldn't watch or I couldn't binge mm-hmm. because like five episodes in, I'm about to have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's just so deep. I need to watch something lighter. So yeah. Like, goodness gracious. Yes. Let me go outside and see the sun. Yes. Oh, I need to just decompress. <laughs> like I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to be the gamer. I'm supposed to be entertained. Right. I am not entertained. <laughs> I am like, I need to talk to someone I'm about this. I'm Yeah. Call my therapist up. Yeah. <laughs> like I got my own fucking problems. I don't need to go fucking deal with PTSD, <laughs> fucking killing people problems. Um, 
But yeah, no, it it, it definitely it it I would say it's one of those games that if you want to challenge, you want to be challenged on multiple levels, and you want a, a complex story that's unlike anything you've ever played. Definitely play The Last of Us. Oh yeah, um, it, it takes you in places that I think no video game has ever done before. Mm-hmm. And I say that with not with all sincerity. It's 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 a deep dark game that is worth playing, but just realize that you're not playing your your average. Um, which is not even average. You're not playing, you know, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're mm-hmm. playing The Last of Us, and that is an experience unto itself. Honestly, I was gonna buy the game anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sold it to me more, okay. and, and and just to me because I like I, I like different, and I'm also very much that if I know what the experiment is. Mm-hmm. It's not going to break me. I'm just. I'm going to exactly. go through with it. And it's for example, I love Dark Souls, mm-hmm. but the experiment is, it, it's meant. It's meant to be like, it's challenging. Meant to, it's, it's, meant to be un, it's meant to be unforgiving and yes. brutal. And if yeah. you know that, then it shouldn't. Then it doesn't break me because exactly. I know that it's meant to be that. So like, like if I like if I die, I'm like, oh, that's the point of the game. Like, yes. like it was my mistake. You're, I'm going to die, and that's okay. And, yeah. it, and it's like, why did I die? Because I wasn't good enough. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It reminds I, me of Ninja Guy Dan. Do you ever play yeah, Ninja Guy Dan? Yeah, where you're like, fuck, super, I gotta yeah, be. Everyone's like, oh, there's bitches. Like, no, play better, motherfucker. Get, <laughs> like, get good. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's okay. That's totally fine. But yeah, I um, if we're going into the scores, mm-hmm. I would give it. I'm gonna say nine point two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say nine point two only because there's the game is flawless. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the sense of execution. Mm-hmm. Uh, UI interface. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's so many things you can do with the UI. It has a dis- like a they have an access uh, mm-hmm. uh, ability section for people who have disabilities. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack. It's a complete game. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't give you anything that I was like, uh, I didn't like that. Eh, no, mm-hmm. it was master masterful. Like there was nothing. The whole reason of nine point two instead of a perfect ten is because I think Neil Druckmann did not prepare. For such an intense level of game mm-hmm. to the gamer, so I'm a little—I feel a little betrayed by that. And a lot of gamers that's are going to hate it just because they hate the shit. That's almost interesting. It's like it's the shit is too deep. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it's, exactly. It's almost, it's, it's almost to its detriment. Yeah, it is in a sense. It is because it's like, dude, you hate motherfucker. This is not what I signed on for. I signed on for a fucking action adventure game. And it's like, you put it's like, was, it, it's like, like was a good. It was amazing. That's not the point. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and no, there's a lot of gamers that feel that way. Like, man, fuck you. Yeah, you made a great game, but you betrayed you me. You gave me too many feels. Yeah. I didn't want to feel this. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's call it what you want, man. Call it, call it butthurt if you want, but right. I, I uh, it definitely takes you in place. So 9.2, excellent game. If you're looking for something that's really going to just throw you off as a gamer, but still fun and actually just tense and, you know, you're, you're never going to have a real bored moment because between the acting... I'm only saying that because there was such controversy leading up to the game mm-hmm. and what the game is now and what it's going to go to. So it's, it's an excellent game. Definitely go play it if you want. But if you feel like, look, this is going too far for you, mm-hmm. I'm okay with you walking out, bowing out too. Mm-hmm. 9.2, solid. Solid game. Cool, cool. Well, I will play it, sir, and uh, get back to you and how I feel about it. But I'm excited just to be challenged. I like I like to be challenged. Like I like when a movie goes like, wait, you can do that? 
and then like later on, I'm just like, that's just kind of brilliant. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, why not? Because yeah. no one's done it before. Exactly. Mad scientist Neil Druckmann, you keep going there, buddy. Just Don't do, let the world stop you, buddy. Just uh, just treat your workers better, though. Yeah, yeah. We don't like slave labor, man. Don't treat your workers like we play in the video games with those slavers, man. Yeah, be serious. careful with that. It's weird that you can make a game with slavers, but then you're, <laughs> yeah, you're like, at no point do you see like the the parallel. Exactly. Because you you think if I'm working on that script and I'm the guy doing the animation, like, hey, motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not this fucking, you know. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, well, let's go, let's go into a debate here, since this <laughs> seems to be the uh, the topic of the day. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, digital versus hard copies. Here we go. And uh, I will be in the hard copy camp. You'll be in digital. digital I'm digital and, all the way. In the digital camp. So, um, just 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 in kind of a brief history of just you and video games and like where you kind of like childhood love of them. I've been playing since ColecoVision, man. Like mm-hmm. old school ColecoVision. Um, mm-hmm. Then I went through the Sega Master System, Sega Genesis. I skipped over Nintendo, NES. So mm-hmm. I was a Sega guy forever. Mm-hmm. And then PS One, PS Two, PS Three, mm-hmm. Xbox One, Xbox Two. Mm-hmm. That whole shebang. I've, I've Seen it all. Yeah, seen I, it all. I, you know, I've seen it all. I've pretty much played every console. Since, since the beginning. Neo Geo, fucking TurboGrafx yeah, 16. You know, any game, any console that I've played it. So, I, I you know, we're the first generation. Of, I was the, the, you were the first, first generation of video, video games. games. Yeah, I, uh, let me see. Even though it came out before me, my sister had a Nintendo. I kind of inherited it from her like when she like moved out and didn't. The NES. The, yeah, the NES. Okay. So, so we're talking like, you know. Blowing it. Oh, yeah. Blowing <laughs> it. We got the Duck Hunt Mario combo. Yeah. You yep. know what we're talking about? And my dad would pick up games from like the flea market over by the Coliseum yeah. and just bring them back and I would see if it was any yeah, good or not. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Atari. Sorry. Atari Systems. Super Atari. Yeah. yeah Atari systems, you know, yeah. like gotta, pong, gotta pong and stuff. Yeah. Gotta just yeah. throw love where it needs to be. Exactly. Um, but yeah. And then uh Sega Genesis as well. Uh, I didn't get I didn't get Super Nintendo. Okay. Because you know. Yeah, me neither. I didn't do Super Nintendo uh, either. I love playing. I just yes. never had it. I never so played it either. I, because, I skipped over it because that because that, that's when they brought in like uh, Super or, or Street Fighter too. Yeah, right? so I was playing like Altered Beasts and all yeah. that kind of stuff on the Genesis stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't play Nintendo that much. And then um, after that, it went to I. Because the thing is, I grew up in a weird benefit of like having two households mm-hmm. so my mom and dad were never together so mm-hmm. I grew up in two different households so I had a system for both houses mm-hmm. and so my dad's house was uh, was in, was like Nintendo stuff normally mm-hmm. and my mom's house was like PlayStation stuff, oh you know nice, I mean? nice so I got, a play, I got a PlayStation there so I was playing Spyro the Dragon Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. you know like your your normal young kid platformers mm-hmm. because you're young and you can't really do that also she's like ultra Christian so I wasn't playing that much violence stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so it was Nintendo yeah, it was very Nintendo and then, dad, and then with dad it was like you know it was like Star Fox Smash Brothers Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's and, get it in there. And then, and then Street Fighter, Street yeah. Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and, yeah. and then stuff gets darker. You know, Perfect Dark and all that. Oh yeah, stuff. Perfect Dark. I love Perfect Dark. And then when I got older, you know, you know the Halos, and then uh, you know, for me, when I really got into playing stories and stuff like you know Bioshock and stuff, mm-hmm. and realizing, oh, this is like this, this is art. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not no, just totally. like for fun, because yeah. you know what I mean. A lot of times, you just would turn off and you just kind of unhook yeah. and play. So I'm just, I mean, it's just weird because I'm actually, I have, um, I know this people think it's weird. I have first person shooter sickness, mm-hmm. so I oh. can never like I would literally, oh, motion sickness from it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. puking on the ground, like, mm-hmm. and people are like, like, oh, you'll get used. So I'm like, man, no, I. To this day, I still... And even now, I can play a first person because graphics have gotten so good. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have as much sway. But still, after that, once I have first person, yeah. it's like, ah, like, I'm cool. Like shaky cam, right? Yeah. 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 So I can only play like third person sh- 
third person games, which I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. You know, no beef with. So the whole first person genre kind of left me behind. Yeah, I know it was just not. It was so just yeah. not, not physically your thing. Yeah, it's just not physically my thing. Like physically, like like I'd love to play Halo, but uh, I don't want to be puking on the floor. It's, it's like, weird. Yeah, like I have a slight thing for it. Like it never. I don't get motion sickness, but if my mm-hmm. character falls a good distance, my stomach gets mm-hmm. tight, like I'm falling though, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm sitting in my chair. Yeah, time, exactly. But if I'm falling for some reason, my stomach reacts like yep. I'm falling. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wait. Um. Why am I even jolting? Yeah. Like the ground. And I get nauseated <laughs> thinking about first-person shooter right now. It's like, oh god, it's just it's too much movement. It's too it's too herky jerky. Like, now nah, I'm cool. So I went on to like you know uh, third-person games. You know the action adventure third-person genre. So you know like the uh, not the last with the uh, what is it? The uh, Naughty Dog series and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Crash Bandicoot, of course. Um, let's see, Final Fantasy. I got mm-hmm. heavy into all RPG, the, JRPGs, RPGs, yeah. heavy into that shit. So that whole, you know, but all along we were always like collecting games, mm-hmm. collecting games, collecting games, and you know, um, of course the Wii and Wii U and all that stuff. But um, yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, we we both yeah. are very into yeah, the game. We know, game we, we know, we know what we're doing here now. Uh, I'm assuming you had a lot of friends that also played games and yeah. stuff too, right? So. Uh, what would uh, what would you say was like the time span where you were like trading games with friends and playing each other's games and stuff? You know what I mean? Because, uh, because when you were young, you couldn't afford. Yeah, yeah, everything. yeah, you couldn't afford. Yeah, we were trading. I would say back in the Sega Genesis games, I was giving them. We were trading them back and forth. TurboGrafx sixteen, I remember trading them back and forth, like like going out of style. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got older, basically, I would say once I started playing JRPGs. People didn't trade as much because mm-hmm. I was just like no one was back when I was playing JRPGs and I call them JRPGs. A lot of people didn't; they weren't into them. You know, like mm-hmm. there was Chrono Trigger. I remember me and my buddy traded Chrono Trigger, but that was pretty much it. After mm-hmm. after like Chrono Trigger, I really didn't trade games that much. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say I didn't have friends that didn't. Want, you know, it's just it's just the kind of games I was into. People just yes, weren't. There was no, was, yeah, yeah the, the value there, like like nobody wanted to trade with you, trade yeah, for your game, right? yeah. So I was tra- I was turning in at you know at GameStop yeah. and all that stuff. You know, EB Games back then, I remember that. Like, um, yeah, like, yeah, boutique, <laughs> yeah, just for the you know, just in case you or, you know, also, youngins don't remember. We're also fun <laughs> Ooh, yeah, there you go. Now we're talking. Just in case you young cats don't remember, um, but yeah, so I was trading my games and I was trading them too, but. Um, and I and I never liked the fact that like okay if I buy a fifty dollar game I come back a week later and it's fucking I can only get twenty five dollars oh yeah we all that'll we, piss you we, off we real quick that's why I don't yeah that's why like I don't sell any of my yeah stuff. so some people yeah like me I still collect I still have some of my old collection games and so we both have seen both sides and I, what mm-hmm. about you did you trade a lot of your games uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very, I was very much like, hey, play, play this, and mm-hmm. I'll play this, and it was just, I, I loved, I loved having hard copies of stuff generally. Okay. I just liked, I liked the idea that if I was like recommending something to somebody, mm-hmm. to, I could just be like, here, here I, take I, it. I, I have yeah. a copy, just try, take it, just, it, just yeah. take it exactly. It's like a book, and, yeah. and when it's like digital. And the person may not have, or you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. when it's like I don't, you know, the, I can't just like give my the whole system to like mm-hmm. play because yeah, I, yeah. I kind of want to play it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it was very much like I, I like that, but you know, in this day and age, they've now made it to where they slowly want to dis, you know, like, did like disincentivize you sharing. I don't know and, if it's disincentivizing as much as the fact that like. You know, I hate GameStop. <laughs> I hate GameStop yep. with a passion. I've like, been, I've been there in years. Have been there in years. I stopped going. I used to, and I used to, there was a time I used to love GameStop. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, 
hey, I'm going to go out the night before, mm-hmm. 12 o'clock, released. doing the pre-release, hanging out with other gamers, and we're all talking in about, lines, man, we're all in line together. Costumes. Dude, everybody used to get into that. And I used to, like, man, it's, I was like, I stopped doing it. I think early 30s I stopped doing <laughs> it. Like, it's been a while since I've done a, a midnight release. Mm-hmm. But I used to be hardcore... Honey, I'm going out. I'll see you, see you later tonight mm-hmm. and pick up the game. So that's how crazy I was about GameStop when it came to midnight releases. And I just got to the point where I just felt like GameStop has done nothing but a disservice to the uh, gaming industry. Oh, 100%. So the only way to get rid of them mm-hmm. is to go digital. It, just yeah. freeze them out. Because then they just, yeah. They go away. They free, and, and that's sad because there is something to be saying about, you know, having the booklets and having the things and yeah. not actually having the physical paper. I agree with that. But then on the other side of the fence... You can't keep treating gamers like shit. No, but at the, but at the same time, I always, I, I even though I don't like them in terms of like the way that you buy a game and it's like more than half of a, of its own price, mm-hmm. like later on, um, or even just like the next day, you go mm-hmm. back and you're like, why was this? This just came out yesterday. Why is it already twenty five dollars? Like, exactly. Like, like yeah. in like in store yeah. credit and stuff. yeah, and it's, it's like they're running. See, I was running a nostalgia thing with, with GameStop. Like they're going to be the the you know the the the, the, the purveyors of video games, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to run a business. Oh yeah, exactly. And I and I just thought if you are true, like it's almost like you know, like if you're the head of Microsoft mm-hmm. and then you have the head of Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. The head of Xbox is going to love games. He's supposed to love games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, same as, but the head of Microsoft doesn't really give a shit. He's like, he's yeah. like make your profits we want. Yeah. And I felt like the guy that was the head of Microsoft was running GameStop. Mm. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's very much, it's, yeah, it's very much like, you know, the businessman versus the artist. Yeah, like, versus the artist. And it gets to that point where I was just like, you know what, guys? Like, you guys are hurting the industry more than you're helping the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think when we talk about going digital, I think it just breaks that whole leash. It, 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 yeah. def- it definitely does. There's also that. There's also I don't know why, but I, and this is just more. I guess this is purely a nostalgia based mm-hmm. argument. But just like the idea of like going into like a place and just getting a used game. Yes. For like you know like I remember uh, I used to I used to, I found this place that had like used games and used movies, mm-hmm. and I would and I remember I went in there and I was buying classic games because I just wanted to have them in my mm-hmm. collection. Like I'm a, I'm a big Jack and Daxter guy. Yeah. From, yeah. For, and and I went in there and they had Jack Two for like. A dollar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hell yes!" yes. And, and 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 just funny story. I, I I go in there and I buy it. Like I'm like, "Yes, please, can I have this?" And I like use my card that didn't have any cash on me, and, mm-hmm. he, and he was just like, "He would just take it because it'll cost, yeah, it'll, cost, more, it'll, more, cost <laughs> it'll cost more to run the credit <laughs> card." card. Yeah, I it. <laughs> so he just gave yeah. it to me. Yeah, but just like being able to like. Like just grab it. Like just yeah. like just kind of physically like, grab it. It's yeah. almost it's almost like um, like because like. There's, it's a different thing, like walking in a library and yes. then like just looking at books and a list online. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. And, and again, it saves you time. You don't have to go out and, and stuff like that. So it's definitely there's definitely that benefit mm-hmm. for me. I, I don't know why, but like you know, people who talk about they love the smell of books. They like walking. Yeah, no, the I got. I have. I don't think. I, I don't think I have any argument with your saying about the nostalgia aspect. Yeah. What I have issues. One is GameStop. That's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But another thing is that like. Game gamers and people who are into tech, there's an evolution, right? At a certain point, we got to say, look, we got to let go of the old and start with the new. Mm-hmm. Um, I love backwards compatibility. I think 
Xbox does a great job with backwards compatibility, and Sony does a shit job with mm-hmm. backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about Sony, what they've done here, they basically put the gauntlet on the the video game society and said, "Look, guys, all right, we're gonna you, you, we're not gonna make the choice. You make the fucking choice. Mm-hmm. Here's a digital version, and here's a, a standard disc drive version. You buy it. Mm-hmm. Let your dollars speak for you." Mm-hmm. So I love that they put the gauntlet down because they're making the gamers. They're saying, "Okay, you're a gamer. You decide." Which is kind of interesting because Xbox didn't. They're still going to put a drive, an optical drive, in there. But PlayStation is saying, "No, we're going to challenge the gamers. We're going to let you decide with your dollars where we're going to go with this." Because if this sells and people buy more of the digital only version, mm-hmm. then they're never going to look back. That's yeah, that's the wrap. I mean, that's the optical that's, disc. That's, that's evolution. Yes, it's unfortunately it's and, like you either evolve or die. That's it. And I think that's. I think this will be the last console. That'll ever have an optical drive in it. Mm. Um, so I, I I got no problem with trading games. I have an issue with the fact that like I don't like the middlemen, mm-hmm. and I don't like the fact that like I've already been playing digital download games for fucking what five years now. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I yeah. I use a physical disc. But so you're, so you're already like neck deep in the Kool Aid. Yes, I'm already in digital. Like I'm I'm <laughs> knee deep in that shit already. So I, and I love it. I love the fact that like I can download my game at nine o'clock mm-hmm. the night before. I don't mm-hmm. have to sit up and go wait till yeah. midnight. Have some guy take yeah. my code. Here's your dollar. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They give it the night before. And what I was talking to Russell, you talk about the game discounts at the end of the year. All these games get discounted by thirty and forty oh, yeah. percent anyway, uh, or even like months. Yeah, because I because I play Mortal Kombat uh, Eleven because mm-hmm. I love yeah. that game a lot, and like they had that new Aftermath come out recently. Right? Oh, okay, where they where it's like it was like a, a tacked on epilogue of a st- mm. for the storyline, and they dropped three new characters on with that attached to that and some mm-hmm. new levels and stuff, and. The problem with it is it was too fucking expensive. Like, mm. it was like $40. Damn, that it was, is stiff. It was, it, was, it was $40, and it was like three to four hours of story gameplay. And That's th- and, stiff. And three characters, right? Damn. And I was like, hmm. And I, was, nah. I, like, I, I felt like that Drake meme, you know, where Drake was like, yeah. nah. And then, then one day it dropped, but like for like a weekend, I, I caught it, and it was like 20 bucks. And, and I was like, hmm. Right now there. we're talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the price there point. We there we yeah. go. No, same thing. So uh, Assassin's Creed, I bought the ultimate version. It was like 70% off. They were like, you know, and, my, and Russell was saying, like, yeah, they come out with these, these at the end of the year because they get tax deductions on, mm-hmm. saying that, oh, yeah, we took a loss on this game or we're discounting it and they take the tax deduction. I was like, oh, that's hella cool. So now you can get digital downloads with fucking discounts. Because I think I paid, I think I paid 30 bucks for Assassin's Creed, uh, um, the one with the chick and the, the Spartans, and it was really good. Oh, Odyssey? Odyssey. Oh, I love that game. Mm-hmm. Perfect 10, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but Odyssey, and it was like, I think I bought it for like 30 bucks or something, mm-hmm. but when it first came out, it was like 130 or some shit like yeah, that. Not some, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I was just saying, like, so you can get the discounts. That's So that's not even a question. They're definitely going to have discounts on digital games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that I have a library of games. Like, I don't have to, like, Oh God, where'd I put that disc? Or, oh shit, mm-hmm. I forgot. Like I lose discs all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I did. I you know you take them out yeah. of case, you yeah. put them on site. Oh, oh shit, well, and also you got kids, yeah. so, and so you got to be very. And you got to be careful. very careful. Those They'll kids, come. The like, kids my will... kids grab my shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There was a day story about his kid throwing his controller. In yeah, the <laughs> in the I heard about that. It's rough. So yeah, with digital download, you don't got to worry about that. And you can you know you can you can keep it in the cloud. You keep your saves in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, the interesting thing is what I want to know is like if I die, mm-hmm. do my kids inherit my profile? 
Right. With all my games. So that's games. that's what I'm wondering. That's my right. question. Is right. like what happens to me? Do my like like you said with digital with, with the hard stuff, just hand it to your kids oh, yeah, and they can play it. They just like dad dies, but he, but here's all here's the collection. Here's, yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah, not that they'd ever want to play yeah. it, but if they wanted to, just they have hey, the option, yeah. Exactly. Where I'm wondering where at what point does this rights management come into like well, do my kids? Is it a lineage thing? Like it's also also like with like uh, uh, Amazon mm-hmm. uh, Prime. It, it leads into this like okay, so I own maybe twenty Disney downloadable uh, mm-hmm. titles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's under my profile. So if, if I die, do my kids get access to those profiles and those digital downloads? No, who's paying for it? <laughs> exactly. So it's just it's interesting to see where this is going to go, mm-hmm. um, and I'm definitely curious about it. But in the sense of, I just think digital is just kind of where the world's going, man. People don't got time it's, to be going and jump, fucking go to the, the library and run no, in there and no, do all that. I, I, that's definitely, that's definitely true. I'm, I'm just also an outgoing guy. So I'm just yeah. like, yeah, here, take this, take yeah, this. And they're just no, like totally. digital. It's all good. Stay in your houses. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's, it's, it's way easier. But like, for example, my friend Stephanie actually lives out here. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like video games at all. Mm-hmm. Until COVID. <laughs> okay, now exactly. I got a lot and, of yeah, and, and so yeah. and so her boyfriend's just like, here's a PS4, here's the Uncharted series. Here's yeah, the, and, here and, you and go. She's like, this series is really good. And yeah. Then, and one day I was like, have you played Spider Man? Exactly. And she was like, no. And so like, I have a hard copy to just kind of like mail it to her. And so, oh, because, that, was because, because, that was nice. Because like, I can do that. Like, and I, it, again, that's. Again, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be. I'll be fair. Like that is the exceptional time where I can yes. like, send someone a hard copy because it's just like you can kind of share profiles in a kind of a shady way. Yeah, you, you, yeah, so you have access like, to it that way. Yeah, like in a way, but it's also like a weird thing to set up, and it's just and it so, makes it so much more complicated. You know, I agree with you, but like the same thing, I, I agree with you in the sense that like people have been asking me like, hey, what, uh, what are good games to play with my boyfriend? Like I had this one girl say, like, oh, you know that new Tetris just dropped out, and she was like, oh my god, like it's, it's funny when people ask you like, mm-hmm. oh, what, what do you think I should play? And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what do you what do you like? What do you not mm-hmm. like? You sitting back like that guy on the chair like, yeah, you finally come to me for all my knowledge. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially right, with code, I'm getting a lot of that. And so, like yeah. a therapist, you're just like, all right, let's talk about your personality. Yeah, yeah. What, what, you like. what are you into? What do you, you like, like to discuss? Like, yeah, you like puzzles. You like ultra violence. Yeah. So yeah. So I set her up with Tetris, and I told her um, if she really wants, she wanted to get into like the single player genre. I was like, okay, well, the one you have to play. Um, I said Tetris is this game, and then I gave her a racing game, and then I said, okay, if you really want to try this whole single player thing, you got to play God of War three. Mm-hmm. Like no doubt. So it's mm-hmm. like. If you like, I mean, if you're gonna get into ultraviolet games, that's yeah, the game you like, want to play. Like, that's the God, that's like, the gauntlet. Like, like yeah, that yeah. Uh, hack, just yeah. hack and like those, yeah. the the premiere of hack and slash. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, digital versus you know analog. I just think it's a natural evolution, and yeah, it's gonna have some flaws, and yeah, it's gonna have some issues. But you know, as as now that these these consoles can hold up to a terabyte of data, mm-hmm. you know, I use um, uh, what is it, fiber. So mm-hmm. I'm getting, you know, one gig downloads, you know, you know, one, like one, you know, one yeah, yeah, like I'm getting fast downloads, one, one terabyte, one, one megabyte downloads per and, you know, not the 50, you know, and so I have really good speed. So at a certain point, you got like, look, man, do I really want to go down to GameStop, no. pay him my money? Get my physical disc, come back, throw it in the disc drive, and know that it's going to be slower on yeah, the disc drive. Yeah. Remember, so everything's going over to SSD on the hard drive, so mm-hmm. the speed is actually going to be faster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, in terms of yeah, and also like again, you're also a, a man that ha- 
you, like you gotta because you're a family man, you gotta yeah. use your time wisely. You gotta be yeah. You and gotta like, hey, like, man. like like me like yeah. like I just got a job and you know and a yeah and a place to put. There is an economic like, there is like, an economic like, thing the to economic this. Thing. Too. Yes. Like, there's I have a lot more free time to do this than you do. So I can definitely understand that like this is just more conducive to you. Yes, convenience. Yeah, I don't got time. You don't you don't have the free time. I understand. Like my kids go to bed at seven o'clock. I got from seven to like. Ten yeah, to play. Exactly. It's like, like I don't got time when, to be like when the kids when the kids sleep the PS4 will beep. You there know? you go. That's it. That's how it is. So you have to look at where you're at in your in your in your in your in your thing. So so for me it's totally different. I think mm-hmm. economic, but it, it does make a digital divide. We do need to address that. It makes an economic and a digital divide because, like you said, you can have a buddy. Hey man, here's your disc. Have a good one. You know, like yeah. where it's like, oh man, like I don't want to pay fifty bucks when I don't have to, but mm-hmm. I love digital download because. Yeah. I'm done with it. I don't have to like worry about like you know. Oh man, is it? Is I got to look for the disc and I got to find this. It just I don't got time for that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. also like the, the the change that like there was a time where you'd put a disc in a game and it would just play. Play. You didn't. You know. You didn't have to put the disc in and be like, all right, I'm gonna go do something for about three three, <laughs> three hours, hours while the download and it does a one day update. <laughs> one day. One day update. First day update. And, and all that and, shit. And, and yeah. It's like, wait, why do I gotta download it and still need the hard copy? And exactly. this, I, like, kind of almost like the like the dude. I feel like I, 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 it's obviously preparation for it just to be complete digital. digital. Yeah. Because you're just like, and, and you gotta, you can't blame the developers because they're like, well, why do I want to play a? Pay? First of all, when you make a game, you pay Sony or you pay Microsoft. They mm-hmm. they take their what 15 percent. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta pay. Then the uh, the distributor gets what twenty like ten percent or mm-hmm. the, not not as much as the big boys, but I think like five or ten percent. So that's automatically five or ten percent that I could be going in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And then you still got players who are going to be giving games back and forth, so mm-hmm. that loses money there. Mm-hmm. So by the time you look at the math, like, well, this middleman has cost me a shit ton of money. You, you don't need to be here. Anymore. You don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> and I'm going to make a game that's going to install cleaner and work better mm-hmm. on the system on that the I intended it just, for. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know. The, it, the middleman is, is, yeah. is dying. Yeah, fuck him. Nobody likes that guy. Nobody likes that guy because we were talking about that too with movies even now because of COVID. You can't even do movies. You know, like you, digital download is becoming the new thing. It's becoming the thing. Like everyone's renting and, yeah. you know, and that's perfectly fine. You know, like again, I, like I collect my, my hard copies as well, but I also watch, there, there are things that I'm just like, I'm not going to, I don't want to have that. In, I don't need to have it. I have that in my collection. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm also like, I'm at that point where I, only, where like I buy movies like hard copies once a year, yeah, and that's called Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. Outside of that, no. Also because space. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, no. Like I, I bought like when I when I bought like all the stuff for my kids. Like we buy, we have Disney Plus, but I also like buy Disney stuff on Amazon because I just thought, oh, they weren't going to work it out, but they finally did. But like, there's certain certain things you couldn't like Disney. Certain things you couldn't download, like the Little Mermaid, you could not. They were not selling it. You couldn't buy it. They took it back, and it. then they finally released it digitally. Like, oh, I better buy it now. It's in that vault. That's it. And they put it back in the vault. And they don't fuck around. They will. They will hold that shit they'll, forever. They'll hold it. Uh, the, the, those prices never change. Nope. Nope. They still, <laughs> they still, they still go there. Like, why is Incredible still like twenty yeah. third, twenty five bucks, brand new? Yeah. What was it I bought the other day? I was just like, why the fuck is this still twenty dollars? It was uh, Dumbo. Wow. I bought Dumbo, and I was just like, wow. wait a minute. This this shit is still gonna charge me twenty five dollars for a, for a thing that's fucking what forty years old. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shit like that. So digital does work. It, it is definitely a financial issue with digital because 
It's actually it should be cheaper. It should be than, cheaper than, because you're not having a disc. There's so. not a physical disc, but the property rights. They're like, no, no, no. You want digital? You're gonna pay for it. You want that mm-hmm. convenience? You're gonna pay for it. So yeah. that's that's where I have issues with it on my side of the fence because it's like, wait a minute, this thing is 30 years old. Mm-hmm. It's not even in high def. It's not like you say, hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna you know upscale it mm-hmm. to 4K. We're gonna do. They mm-hmm. don't do anything. They just here you go, fucking boxing and like, good luck. Like, like, honestly, yeah. if they did it, if, the, if like because we talked about the Mulan thing uh, mm-hmm. earlier, uh, yeah. off off mic and everything. Like honestly, instead of like just kind of like charging for a single thing, if you, like on a, on an already owned subscription service, yes, why not just have different levels of subscription where a higher one gets you all like Black Widow and Mulan yes, and stuff. Yes, yes, And that way they're getting their That's extra money. That's a good point. As, opposed, good point. as opposed to making you pay 30 bucks for, for one, that one, one movie. movie. Exactly. It's, it's like he got your $6 but if yeah. you pay like 20, so yeah, if you pay $20, $20 more a month you get like the like like like, the you, like prime like, level, yeah. Like you know, like when Black Widow drops, you like you yes, got it when Mulan yes. drops. That would be it. a better subscription because those, yeah, you get those big screen releases. Yes, because yeah. that's what I think people would be more interested in than Ben dropping thirty dollars on Mulan, saying, okay, well we have your your fucking free tier. Here's your regular tier that we're doing right now. But if you want to be able to get all our latest releases, okay, you agree to do a six month yeah. contract yeah. for twenty five bucks. And then people would be more on board with that. More on board with that. Than just dropping a, a solo thirty dollars yeah. for one movie. For one yeah. movie, like, yeah. Like, wait till it comes out a hard copy yeah. and, and get it cheaper, or just rent it. Exactly. And then the studio still make its money because you're thinking thirty dollars extra per account per month mm-hmm. for six months. So yeah, yeah, they'll be okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's Disney. They'll be fine. They'll be fine regardless. regardless. Yeah, yeah. Real. We ain't telling them nothing they but, ain't thought about. But but, but but also Disney, you're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> for this no, idea. Shit, that's a great idea. No, <laughs> it, it is. That's like, a great it's, idea. It's more, it makes more sense than like yeah. per movie. Cause yeah, this per movie thing, people people pissing people off because it's like I'm. I love look. Mulan, come on, guys! Like, and the fact that they're not even sticking to the script. I mean, yeah. at least Lion King had the balls to stick to the script. You're gonna make people pay for a new, basically a new IP that's dressed in an old yeah, IP. Old IP, yeah. And then you're gonna say, well, here's your regular subscription of eight or nine nine nine. Spend a month, thirty bucks on and take a chance, and then take a chance on a thirty dollar thirty dollar movie. Mm-hmm. You're I mean, setting yourself uh, up. I mean, the people that are gonna be buying are people that need to review something. <laughs> yeah, basically, because it ain't gonna be the average consumer, dude. Not yeah. at all. Uh, well, well, I mean, you know, and you know, like you, the the family man that has like multiple kids, so that you would save money. But, but like, my kids aren't into you, Mulan. You, but, but also, your yeah. kids probably aren't even old enough to really like, like appreciate. The, yeah, because that one looks like it's like a PG thirteen. Yeah, it's like a PG thirteen. Yeah, so no, there's like no, a, there's no music in yeah, it. No one's singing in no it. No dragons. No dragons. No, no. they they know what they're doing, and yeah. I just think. I, I think it's almost like they're building it to fail. It's almost like kind of like when Tesla came out. Like, oh, the first one was like, yeah, that's $100,000. Eh, I don't know. Great idea, but let me know when it gets cheaper. Yep. That's and what then, this is. It's literally like, yeah. and, and then it did. Yeah. And then, and then you moved to Napa and yeah. everyone has a Tesla. There you go. There you go. But do you have to think something like, uh, what was it? What I was talking about? Uh, Trolls. Mm-hmm. Trolls was perfect. It works. It works. They're like, okay. And, it was also cheaper though. They made, they made it cheaper. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like, like it, was, bucks? it was, I think it was like, 15 bucks. 15? Yeah, 15 bucks. That's way better. Yeah, it was 15 bucks. But you didn't get to own it. Yeah. You get to rent it. I think it was rented for three days. And then they came out with the ownership once mm-hmm. that fell off. But Trolls was perfect because you had kids. Parents were like, give us anything at that point. It was like Just deep in the COVID. Like, with kids, I've run out of everything. Everything we got. Everything. Yeah. I remember my, my wife actually bought it twice. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm like, 
hey, do you know we just spent thirty dollars on one movie? She's like, oh, I thought I owned it. Like, no, sweet, not until like this date. You're just renting it for like three days. And she had no uh, idea, but she was like, give me anything. I don't give a fuck. Just keep these kids quiet. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So. Digital is, is convenient. It's easy. It's more expensive, but hopefully, the more we keep doing it, the cheaper it'll get. Yeah, that's definitely like how it generally goes for them with, any, with anything, right? Like, you just remember back when PlayStations were like three hundred dollars. Yeah, then, well, like, four nine five ninety nine five ninety nine. I remember I bought, I bought I paid it day one uh, five ninety nine. Uh, yeah. I paid it. I paid it. And and I, it was still the best PS four mm-hmm. you will ever fucking mm-hmm. own. It was PS three. Mm-hmm. It had. Backwards compatibility. Backwards. Oh, that was, yeah. back, that was back when yep. the, they had backwards. The first one had yeah. like all you the You can play shit. back to PS1 games. Mm-hmm. And it was the, even to this day, it was the best fucking con- It had a thing where you, it would, um, it would uh, use your, when you, when you weren't playing the game, it would send data. You're part of like this like data thing that was helping out NASA or something mm-hmm. like that. It was using it as one of those digital calculating mm-hmm. computers. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like, but it was five ninety nine. I remember it was it was it was a five hundred gigabytes or something. It was yeah. crazy back money though. Back when, yeah. back when five hundred gigs was a lot. Lot. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, and then I still i I was pissed about the price, but I paid it, and I and I never looked back. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it never. It wasn't like the Xbox three six where the shit overheated and broke, and I had to send it back a thousand times. Red ring, ring of, of death. death. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those days were good. Oh, I went this. I went through like oh, three Xboxes. Uh, easy, easy three Xboxes. <laughs> and the sound, that shit was like a jet turbo when that shit <laughs> fucking took off. I had to buy a little cooling unit, one of those additional cooling units. That shit was like a goddamn jet stream when it was getting hot. You knew it was like, oh shit, it's getting intense. <laughs> fucking thing would... <laughs> You're just like so. If you're a Gex, you're an Xbox 360 guys, you, you know you, what I'm you, talking you about. You know the struggle. Yeah, dude, struggles real. So, but yeah, uh, you know, so there's always going to be an economic divide. That's just and that's just the way of the world. But as a gamer, I just think if do you want the? I, I think it's going to come down to gamers. And I, my yeah. guess and my mm-hmm. is that I'm going to end up winning this because oh. PlayStation Four is mm-hmm. people PlayStation Five. People are going to have to make that choice because once mm-hmm. the digital, once they both come out and says, well, okay. They both can have the same, let's just say for argument's sake, they're both going to have all the same features. And the only difference is the optical drive versus the non-optical drive. Mm-hmm. Let's say the price point is $399 or let's say, let's be, even be a bitch about it. Let's say it's $499 for the optical version and $399 for the, for the non-optical version. Okay. So which one are you more likely to buy? The cheaper one. Exactly. Yeah, you just go for the cheaper one. You're going to go for the, the one, cheaper one. The one you can more afford. I mean, I, I, I'm... Like I don't have the income that you have, so yeah. like I I would have told Black Friday to get my PS4 for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, and like but you know but and again the average the average game, the average guy wasn't dropping five ninety nine. I wasn't, God, dropping, no, wasn't no, no, dropping no, that great. I was working. I was making good money. Yeah. I wasn't. I like was, you could afford to. I could it, afford it. But, yeah, it was no problem. But the thing is, the weird thing about video games is that like you know it's something that most like. Low, like in terms of like economic status, yeah. like you know, like no, I've lower, been there. I know like what that's like. Yeah, yeah, you know no, I've been there. Like, I remember. That three sixty, I was pissed because I was having like, to buy multiples and I was exactly. broke. It's like when you was like, shit, I gotta save up and get yeah. a new one. Dude, I got so many games I can't yeah. play. Exactly. No, and I totally so, get you. And so, but yeah, it's just it's that price point, and it'll become. And I mean, if history tells anything, I mean, you're gonna win in terms of like long, mm-hmm. long yeah, because road, yeah. because mankind generally leans toward. Convenience, yes. Path of least resistance, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, it's like Wally. You know what I mean? Like, like everything's automated at that point. No one's even walking. No one's even thinking about physical anything at that. point. Nobody's walking anymore. Exactly. No, let alone going like let the guy, let the service do it. Yeah. 
Exactly. But yeah, it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting because my thing is once Sony gets a taste, once once people start getting a taste for digital only and they've been kind of, once the gamers say, okay, we're going to go digital, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be interesting to see the legality of these things because I was watching this great YouTube video talking about, well, when you buy it digitally, you technically don't own the game anymore, right? So okay. it's basically a lease. It's basically a lease situation. So let's say, for example, the game comes out. You digitally download it. You buy it, mm-hmm. and then at a certain point, um, the gamer, let's say the, the 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 distributor or the actually producer of the game, says, "Hey, I want to do an update." Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say, just for argument, say Microsoft says, "Hey." You know, we're no longer going to support this digital game anymore, or we're not going to include it on the next console we make. Where does that leave the gamer then? Right? Like, does your game like disappear off your hard drive or your cloud? Yeah, basically off the cloud because yeah, yeah. because because even because even like because the cloud is like the thing that you're worried about and not being because you because because no system itself, no hard drive has an infinite like like thing to hold everything hold everything everything you have. Yeah, and not to mention once you once you buy another console. Who's to say that game will be able to play on that console from the cloud? Yeah, right. So I it mean, becomes this whole like IP, exactly. and so that's and, and that's that's kind of, that part kind of scares me because, like, yes. for example, like with music, right? With I have the I have the Apple Music mm-hmm. thing, and there are some albums that like that I love that aren't always available to play. Yes, like exactly. like I love this band called Soil and Pimp Sessions. It's like a Japanese jazz mm-hmm. band, right? And their stuff is on there. Most of the time, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll go in there when I play the song, and the entire album, like it'll say it's there, but they just because of legal reasons, they just don't have the rights to, to it right to now. It. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so, but if I had the CD, I could have it. I could play it no matter exactly. what. Exactly, it's the same thing. So Snoop Dogg, I love Snoop Dogg. He had um, uh, he had this one song where he talks about like I forgot what the name of the song was. Basically, it was like a bootleg copy. You could buy it, and then I was like, oh man, I love that song. It was like it was almost like. Um, Bootlegs and B sides mm-hmm. from Doctor from uh, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. and like I was looking for oh uh, death was there was a death something I forgot the name of it. It's when he goes to hell and he talks about being in hell for Snoop Dogg, and it was this great uh, remix of it. And mm-hmm. I was like oh I love that remix, and you can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if I had the physical disc, I could just pop it mm-hmm. right in and be good. But the fact is, there are going to be certain things that are just going to have to fall off because. They just you can't find them anymore, or they're just not oh, yeah. making them anymore. Or they're just like, like you said, like there's certain things with physical distance. Like I own it, I know I have mm-hmm. it, no matter what, it's not going to go anywhere. Rent but because of rent the hard copies and put it in a safe, exactly. In case, like someone EMPs everything, exactly. <laughs> so it becomes this weird, you know, like controversy of you know. Physical disc, I do love it, but it, it is going the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that we're going to leave stuff behind because of oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, like, I, I, I had this joke, though, that was, like, if, like, we ever get to, like, Last of Us level thing, like, we're just, like, oh, yeah, like, we have the whole the world like, collapses. The whole world collapses. <laughs> you know, like, like people who had, like, those hard copy collections will be the new Netflix mm-hmm. libraries. Like, he'll talk, yep. what do you got in your collection, man? I know, because internet's not going to matter. It's not going to matter no more. Exactly. Yeah, no shit. No, exactly. I mean, that, that was a cool thing about Last of Us, actually. They were playing a, uh, one scene where she... Was about the they they she took her to the uh, Joel took Ellie to this this uh, this natural history museum mm-hmm. and during she during the thing where she was doing the NASA mission, he, uh, Joel breaks out this old cassette player mm-hmm. playing the NASA takeoff yeah. thing. Like, yeah. It's like whoa, a cassette player. Who the yeah. fuck still uses those? And like even now, you're like but, wow. But yeah, happy today, Last of Us. Thing. You also you're just like when it comes to certain things, you're kind of like you need. You need the physical, yeah. I mean, we never thought COVID was gonna be, a, we knew it was gonna be a thing. But I mean, honestly, at this point in time, if 
and this is me, I guess, making an argument for why you're going to win again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, people being stuck inside is going to be averaging that digital wins because people just can't yeah. go out now. So now yeah. they have more incentive to just get digital. Yeah, yeah, but you remember that GameStop thing? That bullshit they're saying that they were an essential fucking service? Did you hear about Games, that? GameStop? GameStop was fucking, got, was, got shut down by the sheriff in, in here was saying they had to, cl- they, I don't know, you probably heard about it, but basically they claimed it because people were at home and they were stuck home playing video games that their service was an essential service and we have the right to stay open. And the cops was like, showed up and said, you guys are not a fucking essential service. You are shutting this shit down. Video Video game store was saying they were an essential service. And this is when GameStop is like, that's that's when you know it's the last gas. I mean, mean, it'll it'll keep people from losing their minds inside, but you can buy them online. Exactly. Exactly. You're not an essential service. So no one needs you. (laughs) You're not the only source of games. Exactly. (laughs) You're not the only gun in in town. Trust me, Amazon is working itself on the video game front too. Aren't they supposed to be coming out with their own console at some point? I think Amazon or one of them or Apple, one of them supposed to be making their own console. Kind of like the Stadia level shit. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's a whole other here and there. But yeah, the digital thing, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not dying for it to win 100%, but then I'm also like, I love the convenience. Oh, it, it, it's going to win. It's, yeah. just, it's just evolution. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm like, there are parts of it that I'm just like, eh, but I know. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, so you oh, know in your heart of hearts. I'm not, like, I'm not yeah. sitting back being like, you know, like, I'm not fighting nature. I know I know nature's going to win. Yes. But at the same time, I'm like appreciating this, like the, yeah. the old ways before, yes. we, you know, before they go fully extinct. Before they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be interesting. So I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, but I definitely think. Sony is going to basically make the make or break this whole. I think they're going to break the market in the sense that, like, after this, there'll probably be no more optical drives coming out because Sony has no real incentive to actually put a non optical drive because remember it's Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So Sony owns Blu-ray. Yeah. Sony. So every time Xbox a console is made, Xbox mm-hmm. console is made. Microsoft is paying Sony to use their Blu-ray the, the, drive. The Blu-ray drive. Yeah. So it actually works against Sony. Yeah. To not put an optical drive in there because you're, hey, I'm losing money. Yeah. But they know that the tides have shifted in the sense of digital download is the way to go. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, and that's just pretty much the way, that the word, it's easy. Yes. <laughs> and people will always go with easier. what's easy. Easier. And with the discounts they're going to give and the fact that people really don't like GameStop. If GameStop was what people really truly loved, like if, if they were as nostalgic as we would love to be, I'd be like, man, I'm mm-hmm. going to petition. We're going to fucking stick to physical drive mm-hmm. until the day I die. Yeah, I die on that hill. Exactly. I would die on the hill, no problem. But you have this industry that's just, it's, it, it's, it's been it, a vampire. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't it doesn't share the love. And so, exactly. that, and so that's why it's easy to just let it go. Yeah, no, like, we're having the power like, of the players. Like, yeah. like, you know. Next time you come up to uh, the back, like, I got to show you a spot. It's called Retroactive. Mm. And, and they sell they sell records. And cl- like 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 actual vinyl records and just cl- old video games. And, nice, and, and you can tell like they're there just to like sell old retro. Nice, it's, it's kind of like Tower Records. Yeah, level like, stuff. like you can That's definitely cool. tell it's like someone that like knows it won't make a lot of money, but it, but he still loves it anyway. Love it. Yep, because like when you go in there, they're always playing like old music or something like that, nice. like Pink Floyd. But they have like classic video games. Like nice. like they always have like a different old system set up playing. Like they had a Sega Saturn. Like, nice, like, set up just playing stuff. But you just walk in and play it if you want. To. That's sweet. See that's that's a, see that's where I think nostalgia is gonna get into. Like I'm almost like libraries you're gonna get yeah. like, like these niche little spots yeah you know so and i think that's great and that's okay i mean you know and that has its place but it's definitely not going to be the mainstream anymore. oh no definitely it'll be it'll definitely be niche like everything else but then you know niche is kind of you know because or retro retro comes back retro always comes back retro comes always back. comes yeah. back so i think we're good here right? yeah i think we're good 
Thank you for listening to At First Glance. You can find us on Podbean and on iTunes. Uh, until next time, I'm Jeremy McKinley. I'm Byron. And thank you for joining us.